everybody. It's Neil the Dashley Gentleman. <laughs> and with me, I have Frank. Say hi, Frank. Hey, guys. Hi. Are we doing this? Are we live, actually? Yeah, we are actually live this time. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck We're yeah. like 27 minutes late to the podcast, but finally we, we got it. We have lots of technical difficulties. I'm more or less sorry. <laughs> So sorry we haven't been around for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've been moving, or at least I have, and Frank's been helping me. Um, I was adequately packed, and he uh, came up from, uh, you know, the, the the Louisiana area to help me out, and I appreciate that. And uh, we didn't have really any problems other than uh, his complaints of what was inside my fridge. And... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, an apocalyptic storm from New Mexico. But other than that... Yeah, the New Mexico storm where I almost died was definitely not ideal. Yeah, you know, I, I was just fine, but, you know, Frank was <laughs> But other than that, we're good. So, uh, here we are, back in the saddle again. Yeah. So, so Man, Neil, what have you, you been doing? I've been, uh... Trans, uh, transgressioning, is that the right word? Transgressioning? Transitioning <laughs> back into my, uh, Mexican state and tanning a little bit. Oh. In this 120 degree weather. Oh. Uh, back into my one quarter Mexican roots. I'm, uh, I'm still trying to work on tanning my hands. Because right uh, now everybody at work is calling me Frankie White Hands. What does that mean? I can see it, but like, it's kind of creepy. Like, like it stops here, cause like I, I went for I went for a ride, and uh, I I just kept I had my vest on. I've had a t-shirt and a vest on, and then uh, I had my gloves on. And so like I had like all that area uh, out to the sun, and it was a it was like a 13, 14 hour ride. You know what I kind of just pictured when you said that? You remember that part in Akira, where there's like. They finally get to that, like, what was it, the clown boss? And he's just, like, riding like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Yeah, and then get into a massive motorcycle gang fight. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, get eaten by a, um, a pubescent child that has psychic powers. Please go down. Tele- That's ke- telekinesis, Kyle. <laughs> How about the power to move you? <laughs> You've got to move it, move it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, what's been going on in the world in the last three weeks? Um, something, ab- something about emails. I don't know. I, 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 you know. What are you talking about? I haven't gotten any emails. No, but uh, yeah, we're doing this. Oh no! Apparently, uh. Somebody talked about emails. Mr. Trump Jr. Trump. Air Trump and Fuhrer. Trump Jr. I mean, I I wish I could have been the Trump team lawyer. Or been in the room whenever he saw the tweet. You know? Like, I I just wish... Because I just imagine him just being like... Why? Why did you do that? Of course, I feel like that's probably like 90% of the time that uh, the people in the White House spend 
like the fucking you know, PR team. Yeah, the president <laughs> is like, 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 okay, I'm gonna go. I'll be right back. I have to step out for a minute, and then so he goes to the shitter because stepping out is what high class people do. They don't go to drop a deuce. They have to, you know, walk away for a minute or or or, or, or have some leisure time, and then yeah. just like everybody like immediately pulls their phones out and just waits for just random shit to just start like. You know what's funny is I used to do that. Bleeding face. <laughs> that used to happen at my old job. Is that uh, seriously like? I mean, my old boss was a total asshole. Not gonna lie, but we'd be sitting there working on computers on the bench and shit, and then all of a sudden the boss would go into the shitter, and all of a sudden our phones would light up with like Facebook posts and tweets and shit, and it'd be like, "Fucking gross, dude." <laughs> We're practically hanging out in the same bathroom. <laughs> it's like you don't hear from him all day, but all of a sudden he has to speak his mind when he's on the shitter. I mean, what do you do when you're on the shitter, Frank? I know I fucking just play Hearthstone or Phoenix Wright, you know, Ace Attorney. What do you play? What do you do? <laughs> I uh, I throttle the Charmin. It's like an interrogation. <laughs> Yeah. You, you won't for? talk, eh? Well, let's see if this loosens your lips. I know. I don't think that my lips could get any looser. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think it could happen. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a feared of an individual that our, our foreign policy has decided what... <laughs> Whilst in the shitter. Oh my god, that scared the crap out of me. What happened? I don't know. Something just cheered. I don't know what it was. Cheered? Was it OBS? I think so. I don't know. Oh, somebody's just... hosting us. Oh, yay! I just like. <laughs> my heart just stopped for a second. I was like, <laughs> hear this. Yay! <laughs> somebody's hosting what us. What is that noise? Well, thank oh you for man! Hosting us. Oh, see that's baby. see that's what happens when uh, Neil doesn't host. Frank's gets surprises. <laughs> what is this thing? What have you set up for me, Neil? <laughs> what have you set up, and why does this one work and the other one doesn't? <laughs> you know, I mean that's the thing. I mean, eventually I'll uh, I'll get my desktop set up, but until then, you know, Frank's in charge. And I don't know how comfortable I am with that. You I don't know how comfortable be. Frank is with that. But uh, here I, we go. <laughs> I'm very comfortable with it. It just—it's just depending on like now that I'm doing it. Now that now that I'm in the driver's seat, what do I want to do to the shit that's gonna happen in this channel? <laughs> I mean, like, look at this. Look at these pictures. Look at this. Picture. Look at this Look at photograph. This. <laughs> Look at this, Fran. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so good. It makes yeah. me really happy. <laughs> we could have, we could have moving pictures, and we could have flicker shows. I mean, like we could have some cool music, and then periodically Neil will show up. Rude! I will be here all the time, all Neil, all the time. All Neil, all the time. I'd uh, I'd quit. 
You haven't yet. We are what? Officially like, I don't know, 12 months in, 12 and a half months in, and you still haven't quit? You can't quit me, baby. I can't quit you. It's something <laughs> about the salt, you know? You know? I just can't quit it. So, um, you know, something a, lot, a little less serious. We recently played um, Sniper Elite 5, was it? 4. 4. Yep. If you haven't played that game, um, it's fantastic. Anybody that loves to do a little bit of sniping in video games, that game is all about sniping. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got co-op, it's got deathmatch, it's, uh, it's fucking fantastic. I, I love the co-op. I think what I also love about the co-op is that there are two there are two people for a decidedly single player event, like just like a single player type game. And yeah. I think what's fantastic about it is that the other guy is pretty much not really there. It's yeah, it's like it's Are like there's a cut there? It's like there's a cut scene and uh it's just you, right? It's like you and you're like interacting and stuff. And the other person there is just like a clone of you, but not really there. Well, there's like there's like you know Captain Slickback America, and then there's um Captain um or uh, Lieutenant uh Comover, Nick British man. You know, I mean, like that. That's the other one is is the British is the British guy, he who yeah. shall not be named, just because like I don't like every time they're like you know, Ugh. I mean. <laughs> People people indicate him through gesture. Like ever the other guy has got a name that I don't know what it is, but they're like they're like the captain you see, Captain Fuck Knuckles and then See, I mean it's such a minor fucking detail and they they solved this in um in the Halo series, like whenever you do co op in Halo and stuff, they would like very ambiguously talk to you. Like like they would say things that are both applicable to plural and singular. It's like, oh, we're gonna activate, we're gonna activate the Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe there might be one, maybe there might be two. Who knows? <laughs> Release the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> but in Sniper Elite, they're like, hey, you. It's always this... singular. Everything's singular. Like, you know, Captain, you have to do this. And he's like, yeah, I'll get in there. And, like, the British guy's like, and I'm like, what? Hanging out? <laughs> I mean, like, I guess I'll wait here. Or whatever. And, <laughs> and he's so fucking grizzled. He's like, yeah, I'll get in there and we'll, uh, we'll take over the town. <laughs> I like, and I just, I love how, like, how, how he's like, you want me to get in there and break it up? Just shoot everybody. Like they're like I mean like we wanted, you know, some some intelligence out of it, but you know, and they're like I always work alone. Except in this case. <laughs> I have a guy I have a another guy. The guy. guy. <laughs> I'm, out out air. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like what kind of gun do you have? I don't know what kind of gun this is. <laughs> I only know the sound it makes when it takes lives. <laughs> I fucking love that line. <laughs> <laughs> I like that in this game. I like the X-ray, and that I think that it, you know, because I love that. I love. I've seen Sniper Elite footage before, and they always had the X-ray um, shots. 
yeah. but like this one is so much more gruesome and i think a lot of that has to do with mortal kombat because like the x-rays from mortal kombat are are very 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 similar and how very specific and gruesome they are and and this one is is much the same because I feel like see, between three and four, where like Mortal Kombat had come out in, in between them, that mm-hmm. it's become like they've become much more meaty. I haven't noticed a difference between this one and the previous ones. It's pretty much the same. Um, I will say though that in co-op mode, when the X-ray shit happens, you're just sitting around. Hmm, where are the targets? Hmm, and all of a sudden your buddy fucking gets a headshot. And it goes into X-ray mode. It goes, and you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" It is startling. Like, it it, it goes in. Ugh. It goes from split screen to that person's kill cam, and you're just like, "Oh, it's not me being shot. It's my buddy. Yeah, he just." I mean, uh, and it's so and it's so loud too because like you know you're you're crawling through the through the brush and it's like, "Who why? Like here's some drones like 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 boom. <laughs> I mean, Mild it freaks me out every fucking time. Every fucking time it scares me. Yeah, man. <laughs> it never didn't scare me because I thought I was being shot at. But, yeah, so we, we played a whole <laughs> lot of that. Uh, OG says, if you shoot Hitler in the junk, the X-ray reveals he has only one ball. That is phenomenal. That is fantastic. I did read about that, too. That is attention to detail. That's too much attention to detail because, I, like, you know, you know that people are gonna want to shoot Hitler in the nuts. I mean, yeah. it's a given. I mean, Come like, on, we, we spent a lot of time trying to shoot people in the nuts anyway. I mean, like, we did get one. Um, I don't remember if it was you or if it was me. Whenever we were playing it, there, where like we we shot a guy as he was trying to crawl away. Like, looks like we like winged him, and then he tries to like you know crawl away, but he's crawling away from us, and and we shot him, like. You know, like, his, his waist was here, and then so his dingleberries were, like, right here, and, like, we actually, like, went through, like, the... And just, like, caught nothing but bag. You know? Yeah. Shooting a speedball with a with a 30-odd six. <laughs> right up Main Street. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just a kill. <laughs> so terrible. I, I, I do. I enjoy that game, though. I enjoy it a lot. I think it's extremely, um... It's ex- I like the attention to detail. I do find it extremely frustrating. I think that the bullet drop off is a little bit too intense. What do you mean? Well, th- like if you if you go if you even if like you're not if you just like use a like, regular scope and you're just looking at like fifty meters like not fifty meters like yeah about fifty meters out. Generally speaking, like the bullet's not going to drop that much. Sure. But like. Like in this, it's like you know, like if you're 50 meters out, like your your crosshair is here, but like the bullet's gonna drop down to here from 50 meters, and I'm like, that is intense drop. Like, what am I? Am I shooting out like like small like brass rounds that have a little bit of a neutron star on them? So like each round is like 900 pounds. Like, I feel like that's the way it is in Battlefield as well. Like, I mean. The entirety of every map in Battlefield 3 and 4 is, like, maybe a mile. It should not fucking drop as much as it does in Battlefield. I feel like if you're about maybe 100 yards away, it drops, like, a solid foot or two. Like, it, it travels, like, like if you're, like, 100 yards away, it's, like, it's like traveling, then you get to the 100-yard mark. It's like... <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like it just kind of like you know, it's like a, it's like a lot of people, like, they, they're just like, 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 man, this is a really great idea. Nah, it's hard. 
and just give yeah. up halfway. Yeah, that's that's the way I feel. That's why I fucking hate sniping in the game. I mean, why can't we have a happy meeting in Call of Duty? It's like you know, it's a hit scan. So you wherever you point, that's where the bullet goes. And I it's hate just, that. I mean. I hate it, but I like it better than fucking Battlefield. I, I like, don't. The, I actually liked the Battlefield Three, where like you had to, you actually had to compensate for the weapon. So yeah. like you know, you fire it, and then you you know, it arcs down, and you hit it. I loved that. But then like in Battlefield Four, they introduced the um, um, the the range finder, which which is fine. Like if it if all it does is be like you know, okay, they're three hundred meters out. But like, in, but what it does in in Battlefield is it sets that to zero. Yeah. So then, like, it got to the, you know, you put you push V-click. So then, like, as soon as you pushed V, you know, it, it zoomed in right on where that person was, and then you pulled the trigger, and you didn't actually have to aim anymore. You didn't have to, like, compensate for anything. It was, like, pinpoint on from no matter where you're going. And I, and I fucking hate that. Because then it's like, that was part of the skill. It was, like, the bullet traveling, the bullet arcing, and then, like, trying to predict where your target was going. So, like, in Battlefield 3, whenever I used to snipe all the time, it was like, you know, you see, like, a guy running, like, way the fuck out there, and you fire, and it's like, and you headshot him from, from fucking, like, 900 to 1,000 meters away, and just, like, the, that feeling of, oh, oh, I, lo- I love <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, it was fantastic, but then, like, you know, it felt like in Battlefield 4, you're like, you're like, and then you push V, and then, oh, well, you know, he's dead, so whatever. See, I, I wanted a happy medium between the two. I mean, because like I said, it, it felt like in any of the Battlefield games, it was like, I might as well just fucking pick up a bow and arrow. You know? Because <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's the and, same and you shit. Would like, you would like 4 and you would like Battlefield 1, because that's pretty much what you got. Because you push, like I said, you push V, it range finds, and then it becomes hit scan. And, you know, as much as, as much as I'm loathe for that, I mean, that is really the happy medium. For yeah. the um, the Call of Duty types, mm. even well, though, like, you know, they're like you pick you play Battlefield One and you're like you have a ye old sniper rifle and then for some reason you have a rangefinder. <laughs> you have your own little personal fucking spotter. <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, and, and it's very um, I don't know. I always thought I always thought that was kind of like whenever I I did brief sniping in um, Battlefield One, I was like, eh. This feel well. I know the entire game is basically like. I mean, like if we're, if we're if we're really like, go, it's not canon, I guess. I mean, like most of the weapons in there, you're like, eh, I mean, like yeah, they existed eventually. But I mean, like this weapon wasn't even really like introduced until four years after the war. But you know, sure, let's fucking get everybody an assault rifle. I mean, I guess or whatever. Shoot then, that DLC, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. That's what, like, I, I was playing it, and I'm like, I loved the idea of Battlefield 1, because I was like, oh, man, trench warfare, then you got, like, one guy who's lugging around a, a, a Browning um, a, um, LMG, and he has to set it up, and then he has to have people cover him, and I'm like, oh, it's fantastic, because there can only really be, like, a couple of them, and they're garbage, unless, like, you know, you're set up, and you're not going to get flanked. No, I mean, like, there's, like, a you got a team of, like, seven or eight dudes that just, they just carry him, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not a thing. I mean, like, you if one guy was carrying it, he'd be like, Oh, God! Oh, why is this thing so fucking heavy? Yeah. It's full of water, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I... hated that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Battlefield 1, I felt like if it would have somehow given you more of a, a feeling of trench warfare, 
it would have been a fantastic game. I mean, like there was like zero. There was like zero trenches yeah. in it. I mean, and that that was something I always felt was like really disappointing because I'm like, you have an opportunity to to showcase uh, the evolution of war in you know going from from battle lines to to a, a modern mechanized and mobile uh warfront which is something that like no game up to this point has really done like especially like right. a first person online competitive so then like you still have artillery or you still have art you haven't you haven't placed artillery you have the really shitty tanks which should have been really shitty tanks but it turns out they're unkillable death machines that are just absolutely bananas but then yeah. you still got cavalry and cavalry isn't like you know like he's on a horse. No, they kill the shit out of you. They're fucking dangerous as shit because like the the weapons were still kind of like in that weird you know they're old but they're not fast enough. Sometimes like if you didn't hit the horse guy immediately, he's probably gonna cut your head off. And yeah. I and I love that. But then they're like you know oh but everybody's got bolt action rifles sorta until like you know but then all of a sudden everyone had semi auto and you're like. Eh. That's not really, but okay. And then everyone had fully auto, and I'm like, okay, no. And then there are no there are no trenches, and, yeah. and I'm, this isn't this isn't really World War One. This is just like world. This is just like Battlefield Four with like a, a, a browner color palette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't like it. I, I, I mean, I like the idea. It's funny because like almost nobody in that game ever uses horses, and that was another thing I didn't like about it. Is that like the the few the few desert maps where you actually can use a horse, there's like two horses in the whole fucking map. I mean, like if you're gonna you have horses, there needs to be like twenty, just like a stable, and then like everybody gets on a goddamn horse, and then like you you flank you flank them from like the side where like everybody's all like trying to like line up and and throw grenades or whatever ever, and then you have like a like a fucking uh, a full on horde attack off from like one side and just sweep through them. That'd have been phenomenal, because then it'd be something you actually have to be constantly worried about. Because like in this particular juncture, in this particular battle, the British didn't really use horses, but the Ottomans did. So I mean, like that could have been something that differentiated the two, but no, they just I don't know. They just there's explosions and then they had mustard gas, which was neat but weird. That's shitty. I mean, that's one of the things I liked about uh, the Command and Conquer games, like the Red Alert and uh, the Red Alert Retaliation games. The difference between, like, the Soviets and the Allies. Like, the Allies would get, like, gap generators and shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, spy planes. And the Soviets would get heavy-ass tanks and Tesla coils. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they would have generally the same shit, like infantry and general tanks and shit, but when it got to the advanced stuff, it was very unique, and you had to play around that. But if everybody basically has the same shit, I mean, why why have factions? Yeah, I mean, it should just be like you know, Group A versus Group B. Yeah. Becomes, Blue versus uh, red. Yeah, it becomes <laughs> it becomes TF two. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like you so. just just shoot the shit out of each other, and I I'm like, and that was you know, like I said, that's, that's one thing I I felt very disappointed in um, Battlefield One with because. They really had an opportunity to showcase the individuality of each nation and how and why they fought, and instead they just made it a, you know, like a your pretty average run and gun, uh, multiplayer deathmatch. The I know Verdun is out, and Verdun is a uh, is a World War One FPS, and I and I I have not, I have not played it, but it looks really good. I I think it's actually been released now. 
And that might be one that if anybody actually wants to try to do some real trench warfare type stuff, that'd be one that'd probably be pretty good because the um, the trench warfare for um, Verdun uh, looks very, very good. And hmm. it looks like it's actually more accurate. Might be something I might want to try out. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it's actually not, I mean, it's not a full $60 title either. I mean, that helps. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. These $60 games lately. Especially these $60 games that are, like, not full games. Like like what? I don't know, like Street Fighter Five. <laughs> that really pissed me off. I was like, you know what? I mean, Street Fighter Four after, you know, Super Street Fighter Four, and Ultra Street Fighter Four, Arcade Edition, all that shit came out. Eventually it became like a $20, $25 game because it had mercy on the people that bought all the previous fucking versions. And it's like, okay, we'll make this last version $25. <laughs> and it was it was a great game. But then Street Fighter Five came out, and it was like, all right, we're brand new. We're nothing like we were before. We're actually garbage. Oh, don't have a oh, don't dear. have a story mode. Don't have story mode, and you have like nine characters. Sixty dollars. And uh, when when the new characters come out, that's an extra six dollars per character. That's crazy. Suck it. I mean, I remember like they they I mean, for a fighting game. That's that's almost like a slap in the face to like the entire fan base. Dude, it's dragging their nuts across everybody. Like, ugh. Like, come on. I, I don't understand. Like, And it's not like these are new characters that you've never seen before. We're talking like Guile is a downloadable character. <laughs> you know? I remember I remember reading about that and, and just being like, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking heinous. Yeah. I mean, because like, it, it's almost like they specifically kept out, like, fan favorites or, or um, older generation characters. Just so that they can DLC the shit out of it later, which is just fucking wrong. Yeah, I mean, I you know I wouldn't even be so mad if they like left Guile out, but you had like twenty characters to choose from. Mm-hmm. But this we're like talking like nine, maybe ten. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like if there's a decent amount of them, if there's a decent amount of them going in, sure. But I mean, with if you if you're having a fighting game that's specifically based on like the kind of characters that you have. And and what you can do with them to to limit you like that, especially in uh, a competitive scene like uh, Street Fighter, where you're trying to actually climb up a ladder, and you've only got like these many characters to really kind of like be familiar with. That that's fucking awful. Yeah. And order motion forward punch swipe credit card to Hadouken. <laughs> Just like open up a tab, uh, open up a tab so you can use skills. Basically, um. I uh, I know we've bitched about this before, but I mean, it hasn't gotten any fucking better. Like they're still doing this shit, and this is a year later. Basically, they're still yeah. fucking just bending over consumers because why? Because people pay for it. Yeah, and I I got one. I got my own personal, you know, one like sixty dollar game across uh, to bear, and that's the Total War games. Because like Total War Warhammer did the exact same fucking thing, where it's like, and and Rome Rome Two did the same thing, where like you had, uh, you have the game, it's like sixty fucking dollars, and then like you know, 
but if you want to have the wood elves, you know, here's here's thirty dollars. If you want the if you want the beastman, it's fifteen dollars. If you want the vampire lords, it's fifteen dollars. You know, if you want like these additional features in the game, it's six dollars. And then Total War Two is coming out in September, or Total War Warhammer Two is coming out in September, which is going to piggyback onto Warhammer One. So like, it's just like a really really big game. But I know they're going to be like, here's the lizard men and the high elves. DLC or pre-order for the Dark Elves and for the Skaven and for you know and I'm gonna be like yeah just make the game fucking available. See that's the thing that's that's pretty much why I haven't bought that shit. I mean specifically Total War because I really want to fucking play Warhammer. I haven't played Warhammer since PlayStation One and I miss it. I miss it quite a bit. But I'm not gonna fucking get bent over again with that shit. But I, I love the Total War series so much. Every time it comes out, I just accept it, reach down, grab my shoelaces, and just, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I, fucking, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. We're not going to make eye contact afterwards. Just give it to me and let me go. Yeah. See, I just can't do it. I, I, I've been burned twice. I was burned with Street Fighter V, and I also got burned with Fallout, what was it, 4? Uh, I heard Fallout 4 uh, was garbage anyway. Fallout 4 is and was garbage. Um, I might try it again. I don't know. There's been plenty of DLC for it, and unfortunately for me, I didn't get the, D- the fucking uh, season pass. <laughs> I think season passes are like awful, especially like on. Uh, did you did you ever play Evolve? Yeah, I did. Uh, did. I mean, like, I never played it, but I saw where they advertised the season pass before they actually advertised the game. Yes. And they're doing that same thing with uh, the new Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Origins. They're like, you know, get the season pass. And then and then they talk about the features of the game. And I'm like, I mean, like, are people, are there people out there that are so fucking hardcore about season passes that they're going to be like, oh, man, we need that season pass. Yes, there is. And I hate them. Stop it. <laughs> like, look, Stop I, giving them money. Look, I pre-order stuff if it has cool special editions, but like, I don't. I'm not like you know, man. I want that season pass because if there's a game where I'm like, you know, like I don't know if I'm even gonna even enjoy the idea of this game, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pre-order it and be like, you know what? I need. I need the season pass. Yeah. I, I just. I, it's not gonna happen. I don't think I've ever fucking bought a season pass. Like, I can't. It's like I, I bought one on accident. <laughs> It's like you're basically buying a promise. Yeah. I promise you we're going to come out with some awesome shit pretty soon. Give me money ahead of time. And, uh, you know, good. Do you remember, um, like, Battlefield 3, uh, OG says, only season pass I ever bought was for Borderlands 2, and those X-Bags were at least worth it. And that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. I, I was... I So... Kyle and I were gonna play or try to play Battlefield Hardline, yeah. and and I was I was um, between jobs at the time, so then I, I bought Battlefield Hardline Premium. Now, if you've mm-hmm. ever played any of the Battlefields previous to this, if you bought Premium, it was buying you paid more to buy the game and any expansion that came out afterwards. Mm-hmm. I spent eighty dollars on Battlefield Hardline Premium. Then I'm like, where is game? You know, I'm clicking around, clicking around. Like I'm like, I want, I want to start uploading, so I want to start playing it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out, they flipped it. 
premium is for all of the expansions. You don't get the original game. You still have to buy for $60 the original game. The $80 was for all of the fucking expansions afterwards. And I'm like, I was so fucking angry. Like, I, I was on the phone with um, with Origin, and I was like, ma'am, I know it's not your fault. If you want to put the phone down for a minute, go for it. But I'm about to say some really heinous shit. <laughs> I was like, you can hang out for it if you want to, or you can walk away. I said, that is entirely up to you, but it needs to be said. And I proceeded to let her have it with both barrels. Like, who the fuck does it? $80 plus 60 Like, come on. Come on. How fucking greedy are you? God. I, I was, I literally was so angry. I thought I was going to have a fucking nosebleed. And then I, then I bought the game. So then I bought the game. So now, now, I, now I went full bore. I, I spent the 60 bucks and the 80 bucks. So now I have everything. Everything. Everything that this game's ever going to fucking do. And then I played it. And it was fucking horrible. It was just the worst. It was the biggest piece of shit ever. And and I just... And I'm like, and I spent like 140 fucking dollars on this game. See, that's why I don't pre-order. That's why I don't buy season passes anymore. Because you're doing nothing but fucking buying promises. It's a damn gamble. You shouldn't have to gamble on content. You should gamble in a casino. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, but... But, like, if it's got something cool, you know, like a statue or, or a figurine. No! 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 I will do it! You can't stop me! If, if the game is garbage... I mean, even if the game is good, but they release nothing but garbage going forward, like... That's, that's the... I mean, the best case scenario is... Yay, you, you bought something and you, you made... I mean, you, you saved a few bucks by not waiting. Okay. Good job. But the worst case scenario, and this seems to be the norm now, is you paid a lot of money and you got literal diarrhea <laughs> from the internet. Just like a, like a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, thanks. It's warm. Yay. This is rubbing around a little bit. Mm, Just for give you. Me. <laughs> I, see, I still love, like, I pre-order. I'll pre-order stuff that I think is going to be cool, but, like, I only pre-order shit if it's got, like, a cool-ass expansion like stuff like i bought the like the the two or three hundred dollar version of uh eso morrowind yeah i said morrowind deal with it and <laughs> morrowind i say i say morrowind like i'm from canada <laughs> we're uh gonna go down to morrowind <laughs> i can't even i'm gonna kill myself but it's got a statue in it and, and so we we paid for that i've i bought pre-ordered i pre-ordered games that i i've have never or have no intention of playing before just because the statues are cool like Assassin's Creed Origins yeah. I bought on Xbox One that I don't have we're just gonna go ahead and skip right past that go on Frank <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're being judgy look the judging has already happened it happened a year ago so uh, <laughs> I don't even care anymore He's so mad. Why does he? Oh, I'm not even mad. Why does he get like that? I have repressed those emotions. Just move on. Let's let's keep on going. (laughs) Uh, man, what else is coming out? Uh, soonish. Uh, Star Trek 
bridge experience. Oh, bridge crew? That that's out. But, uh, yeah, I'm like I'm really kind of loath to to buy into a a Vive. Why? Because it's really expensive. <laughs> oh yeah. Other than it's that, it's really expensive and like, you know, be, like I have kids, so like I I would be terrified. I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I'm doing this thing. House is burning down around me. My kids are running down the hall with no clothes on. They're like slapping dirty hands on the walls and shit. And I'm just like, I'm in Star Trek. <laughs> just can't pay attention. And like, I I know myself too. Like, if I didn't have anybody here with me, uh, I'd be playing it. And every couple seconds, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, just look at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I heard something. No. You get a peek out of that visor every now and then. You're like Jordy, except for you can actually see. <laughs> I'm like Jordy, like but I don't see things in that really weird monochrome technicolor. Spectrum. See, okay, so what if you could like get in there and you walk yourself over to the, the holodeck and then in the holodeck you put on some an HTC Vive and then you go into the game. Oh, and that's you go too into deep. the holodeck. That's too you deep. You put an HTC Vive. You should, you're watching your character watching you. Wa- you're watching your character watching you while you puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, that would be that would be a Vive experience. <laughs> it just get someone puking on you in the Vive. We need to go <laughs> deeper. <laughs> oh man, I uh, I think that there are so many fun things that could happen with a with a VR headset. Yeah. I know that I know that people have asked me to please buy one, please, 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 because we want you to play Subnautica in VR. And my heart says no. You know what I'm no, saying I'm to that though. That. I mean, so many people want you to do that. They need to donate a Vive. Or a VR headset, and stop telling it. you to buy it. Or hey, even that. Just, I mean, just let me borrow it. I'll send it back. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Frank. Hey, Frank. I think you should go buy this six hundred dollar device to, for our amusement. Fucking pitch in. <laughs> I would. I mean, like, I, I if you know, like, because they're they're dropped in price right now. They're like two hundred dollars down. They're three ninety nine plus. You get bridge crew. So I mean, like, sure. it, it is definitely at that point where it is time to consider it. But I'm not at a point where, like, right now I can. I would really like to. Never borrow, I would like to. Never borrow VR equipment that's Pink Eye City. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, you only, that's get, what pink I said. Eye, you only get the Pink Eye the one time, and then you got the thing forever. Pink that's Eye true. is temporary. VR headsets for, for the memory. The memory's forever. <laughs> Besides, if I get Pink Eye, that means that I don't have to go to work for a couple of days. That's true. I mean... Maybe, maybe soon, Frank will come over here, and we'll, we'll, we'll vibe together. <laughs> Hold my hand. Hold my hand. I'm gonna, I'm gonna explore this rig. And, so and who's? I'm gonna freak out. So who's gonna be number one? Um, not you. Okay, then I'll be the you'll captain. Be the en- and you'll you- be the engine guy. You can be my number one. <laughs> no, you can be you can be the ensign that is in charge yeah. of the engines, and telling us whether they're on or not. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can be you can be in the shuttle bay going the plane the plane. 
let's move on. Uh, move yeah, on in but... power. Huh? <laughs> we could uh, just move over there on, uh, you know, impulse power. <laughs> Set it to half impulse. I don't know what that means, but that's what he says. Yeah, you know. I want that. I mean, I love the I love the interactions that I've seen for Bridge Crew, because like yeah. you got the full hand thing, you know, mm. the the videos of the. Uh, it's been terrible, <laughs> but but wonderful. I mean, it could only get better, obviously. <laughs> I don't know, like I. I don't know how Subnautica would work with a VR headset. I'm sorry. I don't know how I would work with Subnautica with a VR headset because, like, I I'm, I've gotten a lot better about it, and I've gotten where like I'm a lot like I'm not as terrified. But yeah. I mean, I like like Neil knows because we played with the the little Gear VR, and that's just with your fucking phone and like a pair of earbuds, and and the immersion level was terrifying. Uh, of some of the like horror games that were there, I mean, like the Vive is full, you know, like. You, you're, you're touching shit and, and you're moving and like it's the full room you know i mean like yeah. so like you're you're basically by yourself and i so so i mean like how, how do you like how would you move in subnautic do you you know i mean like do you actually have to swim and they reach out and grab shit because that would be fucking awful because you like reach out to grab something and you're like what <laughs> snatch carried away heart stops Bowels just disgorge. <laughs> look, look, fuck Subnautica. You know, I mean, get up. I'd, I'd be getting up on that VR porn. You know, I. And then I, I actually don't think that I would. Then you can get that uh, one of those automated um, flashlights. Yeah, with a little piston in it. Just get it. Get the one with the suction cup to where you can point it towards your junk. And you just kind of sit there, and you put the mask on, and you're just like, it's just like the real thing. <laughs> okay, take it off. I'm done. I said, take it off. <laughs> that would be that would be that would be torturous. Tie somebody down and just leave it on there. <laughs> walk, walk away for about an hour. You come back. They're just like a they're like a, a dried husk. <laughs> I'd turn into that fucking the guy from the 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 bad guy from the first uh, Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> Candle wax melt. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I uh, what one of the, I mean, I guess like it would I would do the VR poor thing if there was enough blue chick porn. But, there is obviously enough blue chick porn. No, that's not a thing. That's not true. That's not true at all. There's not enough at all. Just ad adjust your tint levels. No. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. But no, one of, the guys, one of the guys at work, he got me bad. He got me so bad because he was like, he was like, hey. And I said, what's up? And he and and I, and I, was, I started to tell him something work-related. And then he was like, do you ever think about a Charlie Theron painting blue? I'm all, <laughs> Why would you say that? I think it was useless for like an hour. <laughs> Electric Master, what's up? Hello. We're talking about blue chick porn. <laughs> blue chick VR porn. Blue chick VR porn, it's important. Look, look. Shh, stop. Don't you look, fucking judge us. Stop. It's it's important. It's important <laughs> to me. That's what that's what's really important. You know, I do. I do know. 
I feel like I'm an authority. I don't. I don't think you. Need. Okay, so what games you you asked earlier? But what other games are coming out that you might uh, be looking forward to? Destiny Two, it's coming out, going to be out on PC. Um, really? What the hell is that? Uh, uh, what's it called? It's something sacrifice. It's a PlayStation Four and PC title. Uh, uh. Oh, hold on. Side note. I know you've already gone through it. I haven't gone through it yet, though. But how about that Castlevania on Netflix? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Hellblade, Suna Sacrifice. That looks like it's going to be good. It's going to be on PC, too. Um, I loved Castlevania. Uh, yeah. It's only, it's only four episodes, though, which I yeah. was very disappointed. Um, I was really hoping that it would be much longer obviously uh richard armitage sure. who played thorn oak and shield in the hobbit movies plays dracula nice so i mean he is very intense uh, electric master says well i've been looking through the nes library recently found some lesser known ones worth trying out like what yeah tell us trust me i'm a fucking nes nerd that's that's neil's bag he will definitely try whatever nes game you want him to try <laughs> if i haven't already yeah <laughs> Uh, but it was it was exceptionally not only was it very well done it looked uh, the art quality was on par I would say with almost every DC movie it looked to me like they watched a lot of DC uh, animated movies and were like okay this is this is the kind of direction that we're gonna go because the action was great the the animation quality was great the the art direction was great everything was very very Castlevania esque while still being like in a believable um not quite renaissance uh gothic period world and yeah. uh, it had a lot of the occult in it it had the belmont name being recognized it had trevor belmont who was much more interesting much more interesting which you know doesn't take doesn't take a lot considering that um Trevor Belmont in the original Castlevania was just kind of, you know, nah. he's a, yeah, a non-character. Sure. But but in this one, he's very, he's very believable. He like in between Castlevania jaunts or demon slings, he uh. is a fucking wreck. I mean, he's an alcoholic. Um, he is. He absolutely hates the church. He hates people, but like he can't help but try to help people, even sure. though he fucking hates them. Uh, it's it's great. I mean, it's it's really really funny, and like they have well, they, he has some really funny moments in it. Uh, and I know I read a Kotaku article where they they were bitching about how like they felt like the transitions were very jarring between mm-hmm. like where like you have Dracula and then you have the stuff with Trevor, and I'm like, well yeah, because Dracula is virtually omnipotent, demonic force who was trying to live as a person, and now he's pissed off, so there's no you're not going to have any connection i mean like because because rational people as a human being you know something has happened that upsets me greatly you don't go from you know i'm upset to genocide like dracula does so like there's nothing there for you to identify with okay so i mean it makes sense that like you know you would go from a scene with dracula where you're like like wow holy shit this is really intense and then you go to trevor who's who's 
thoughts and ambitions were very terrestrial, where he's like, you know, I need to drink enough to pass out, and I need to go find a tree to sleep under. And then all the shit that he does, we're like, they're like, they're like, oh, but it just, you know, it felt so, it felt so out of place, and it felt so weird, and I'm like, you're talking about going from a near god to a dude that's like a vagabond. I mean, sure. there, there is no, there is no connection there, other than that. So, so I'm like, I'm like, well, of course it's going to be different. Yeah. Uh, of course it's going to feel jarring, because I mean, like, anything shy of another omnipotent being will feel totally fucking different. So it will be weird no matter what happens. So, but going from, but but I, to me, it felt perfect because like you go from Dracula, who is near omnipotent and fucking evil, to the Belmont, who is you know, not, just a man, just a dude. But like at the same time, a dude who's like, you know, you know, at some point is going to put his life on the line to try to fight a fucking near omnipotent demon overlord. I mean, which to me made it even more important because I'm like, he's hmm. a guy who right now he's worried about where he's going to pee, and that. You know, he has enough drink in him to pass out tonight from the shit that he'd been seeing. Yeah. And then how to get home. I mean, or get to the next town. So I'm like, I, I love that. I love all of that. that. To me, that was fantastic. That is fantastic. That's, I mean, I've been planning to say this since we started talking about Castlevania, but it kind of ties in. What is a man? Yeah. A miserable pile of secrets? I mean... He sees man as fucking so fucking ex- insignificant, and that right there just explains it perfectly. I didn't even really think of it that way until you just explained it. Mm-hmm. I mean that that line was just interesting to me, but I mean now it makes so much more sense. That's awesome. I'm super stoked to watch that now. Because I mean, and like the, you know, the, I love that they are following the NES games. Sure. And and I and I say that specifically because like the Lords of Shadow would make more sense because it's newer for mm-hmm. them to follow, but that they're not following that to me it is more interesting and it's more important because the Lords of Shadow the the twist in Lords of Shadow, no spoilers, is is so obvious that it would be painful to watch it be recreated over a long period, like watching a Netflix show. Sure. And it would be very frustrating. The thing about doing the NES version is that they are able to expand on the the Castlevania lore in such a way that they bring in multiple characters that you hear of during the course of Castlevania, like as a, as a as a series, and sure. then you actually get to experience them as as a fully fleshed out character versus like you know like 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 we just mentioned this person and now you know uh, we just mentioned this person you know this was his cloak oh okay but like in the, in this case like you know, you actually have like a, a full a full fleshed out lore story for each individual person. And that's definitely fantastic because in the older, you know, obviously the older Nintendo games, um, I mean, there wasn't really much room for story. I mean, it was a side scroller. It was uh, an action game. So the story itself was just like in like the Metroid and Super Metroid games. It was told in the environment. Well, I mean, with an actual TV show, an actual movie esque type thing you can expand on it without taking away from what the game had laid out because obviously 
the game was limited by hardware. It was limited by, you know, what they could do back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's fantastic. I mean, say, for example, they were to do something like, you know, Metroid um, uh, and like a Netflix series. I think it would be very similar. You would still get the feeling of, you know, isolation just like you would if you were looking at a movie like Alien, for example, uh, to where you had to look at things through Ripley's eyes. And you had to see the environment and wait for the fucking crazy ass alien to pop out of somewhere. And um, I mean, you look at that in game form, and it would translate perfectly to like just a standard side scroller. And it did. I mean, the alien games were fantastic. They actually were surprisingly good. Uh, like so, uh, Mastro says, it seems the episode count for Castlevania show might seem disappointing, but I guess they wanted to play it safe. Tell all you need to tell and expand on later, maybe. That's that's much exactly what they're gonna do. Um, they have to. They set it up because of the the very you know again no spoilers but the last the last episode um, just left on such a way where it's not it's just now getting started, and I I think Netflix fucking knew that there is no way in hell that it was gonna fail. I mean they would have to they would have to screw it up in such a way uh, that they would have to completely like bastardize the characters. Um, I'm looking at you, other M, and <laughs> in a, in the storytelling to to make it that way. But you know, I mean, again, it was like you know, with other M, you're talking about like making a, a Metroid series and uh, for Netflix, they they could do it, but they would need to do it in a way different than other M. Did you ever play that? No. Uh, the they actually tried to give it a story and they gave it like FMVs and cutscenes and shit like that, and that's that's fine. But um, Metroid is always about. You know, like a, you have a stoic character in Samus that's going through her job as a bounty hunter and saving the galaxy, etc. But then in Other mm. M, they actually try to give her like a backstory and a history, and they ended up making her like a fucking really whiny bitch. Really? And, and I was like, I hate this. Because it ruins, like, it ruins my perception of Samus. Mm. And it was, and everybody literally felt the same way. To the point where people basically were like, like Other M wasn't really canon. Huh. And when your fan base tells you that that they're denying its legitimacy, I mean, you probably should have ran that by somebody. Yeah, like I don't know, a focus group, anything. Yeah, literally anything. <laughs> I mean, anything would have been better than what you did. But they've yeah. only got so they've only got four episodes of Castlevania. I will say, yeah, because you know, like I, I told I told people at work, and this is something that I've I've had to deal with a couple of times where I mention animated anything. I, 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 whenever I talk about anime, I always say just say animated to them because if I say anime, they just they're like, uh, yeah. I, I don't understand what oh, you no. mean. And I mean like like one of them does, but like the other guys, like I, I try to explain like these stories to them, like these very very adult themed stories, and they're like that sounds really cool. I'm like yeah, it's you know it's an animated show, and they're like, they're like you know, and I'm like why is it why is it just because it's animated means that it immediately no longer matters. So then like, yes, Castlevania is animated. It is so fucking violent. It's unbelievable. I mean, like, the amount of viscera that is thrown around literal, liberally in this show is unbelievable. At one point, I'm not even kidding, they steal a fucking child out of a crib, and the demons are running around with it in its mouth, just torn to pieces, just running all over the place. And I'm like, it's a, it's a fucking baby. I mean, like, the baby's, like, maybe three, four weeks old. Oh, and, God. And, I mean, like, and that's, and that's the show. And I was like, that's Castlevania. Because yeah. whenever Dracula says, I'm going to kill every human in this country, he isn't holding back. So then, right. like, you have, like, 
you know, men, women, children, literally, like, there, there are scenes where, like, there's, like, an eight-year-old girl running, and she straight up gets disemboweled by, by a demon. And, and it's fucking violent as hell. And I'm trying to explain to, like, these guys, like, you know, the, it's just, the show is extremely violent. Um, it's very adult. It's very good, though. And it's very deep in, like, its story. And they're like, yeah, I know, but it, it's a cartoon. I'm like, but, like, why? But what? I mean, like, I don't, what do you, what do you mean by that? I'm like, right. I don't understand. No, I, I, I run into that all the time, too. It's just like, there's, as soon as people, I don't know, people hear what they want to hear, and as soon as they fucking hear the word cartoon or the word animation, they're like, ah, I'm an adult, so... I ain't got time for that shit. I, I watch adult things, so you yeah. deal with your childish shit. And it's, it's, fuck you, you know? Electric Master says, To me, it seems they attempted to go for the PTSD rap for Samus and other M, but I think it would have worked far, far better had it been set earlier in the timeline, like having other M take place very early on in Samus's life as opposed to just after Super Metroid. I agree with that for the most part, except for that, like, even if you did that, she's still... It still would have ruined the perception of her being the the hard, not so much hardened, but like the, you know, doing this because I got to do this stoic character versus the, you know, you know, like isn't my life so horrible? It doesn't everyone hate me? Isn't it awful character that they portrayed another in, which I found extremely disappointing. And real stunt panda says, how does Dracula decide where the borders are? Does he use new or old maps? Uh, this goes semi off of. Um, uh, semi-off history where in this case the the, the setting for castlevania is uh, well, uh wallachian 1455 uh in in history dracula was actually the crown prince and de facto king of wallachia so he actually already knows where the borders are so i guess i would say it probably uses old and new maps because in uh the castlevania timeline dracula is not only near omnipotent but is also a big proponent of the of the sciences because he hates god and that was actually kind of like where it starts off at because, never mind. I'm not going to get into it because it's spoilers. But he uses, I guess he could use both new and old maps, but having formerly been the sovereign regent of the area, he probably also knows where the, the borders are. Cause that's also, I doubt he's going to be splitting hairs. I mean, who fucking cares? It's genocide. Just keep right. killing. No, I mean, he, he, he very specifically says Wallachia. For reasons that, I mean, like, you know, it, it was the Catholic Church that kills his wife, so I'm like, you know, you're going to stop it, Wallachia? That's kind of surprising. I mean, like, I actually think people are getting off pretty light, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you go south, you hit the Ottoman Empire, and you, there's a whole bunch of fucking people down there you could kill. I mean, hell, you've already been doing it. Yeah. That's rude if you just bought a farm just inside the border. Well, then you're going to die. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that, dude. You shouldn't have been there. I don't know why he was... I mean, like, that was the one thing that I was like, that's very specific. Like, you know, people of Wallachia, I'm going to kill all of you. Like, just Wallachia? Just that? I mean, just that one bit? I mean, like, you know, because... For like, starters. Well, actually, really wasn't all that heavily populated to begin with. You know, I mean, that's yeah. why, like, he didn't, you know, historically, this is where I get, like, my history bound around. Like, you know, he that's why he had to do all the horrible things that he did in order to, to frighten the uh, the Turks from, from invite, invading from the south. Because, you know, he didn't have much to work with. Because there weren't that many yeah. people. So, I mean, like, you know, now, in this context, it's like, okay, so then there's still not that many people because there's really sure. not a whole lot there. It's very mountainous and, and there's a lot of black forest that's really untamed. So then, like, why don't you why don't you go north? 
why don't you go why don't you go west i mean there are so many places you can go and you can murder like probably double the amount of people i mean if you're going for body count as being like your 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 modus then i mean like go south thought the the turks are all there there's fucking tons of them constantinople's not that fucking far away i mean like just if you want to really if you want to move castlevania and just rack up like a hell of a body count destroy the capital of Wallachi, and then immediately move over to constantinople and be like what's up guys and then just kill everyone uh sure electric master says also i think there is this perception that cartoons are meant for kids and not adults is because of stuff like minions and modern spongebob which cater exclusively to kids as opposed to being all-inclusive as in stuff which both kids and adults can enjoy you know it's funny it's funny that you say that because my um my I, i watch a lot of stuff with with my kids and i know that it's not a cartoon but sesame street is pretty fucking adult uh in a lot of ways they make some adult jokes where i'm just like that just happened they had a they had a game of thrones uh joke they called a uh, a game of chairs and uh they killed a guy <laughs> yeah, someone, you said that before did i yeah someone yeah. died in sesame street and then they had the the sons of anarchy thing i mean it, it's so fucking funny to me i mean like whenever like you have kid cartoons and in kid shows, and they have like noticeably adult jokes. Shrek, the the Pix, uh, DreamWorks guys, like Shrek and stuff, were fucking notorious for like just nonstop adult jokes. And kids were like, "Ha!" Huh, I don't know why I'm laughing, and adults were like, "Oh my god!" I can't believe he just said that. Yeah. I love stuff like that, though. I mean, like I love it because it's like you know, it's like whenever you have a bunch of adults in a room for a kid's birthday party and a kid says mm-hmm. something and then an adult makes like a, you know that's what she said joke and the kids laugh because they feel like they should but all of the right. adults are laughing harder because they actually know what the fuck he's talking about right but I love that I love that <laughs> it's I like mean, it's like it's, an inside joke it's what makes it worth watching this I mean rather than just taking a fucking nap anytime you go to see a animated show with your kid I mean you go watch Minions or some some fucking movie just like that. And it's just like, here we fucking go. But no, I mean, they they do, like, they, they pepper in some adult jokes there. Otherwise, it'd be boring as shit, you know? So, I think, I appreciate that. I really do. Because that shit's boring. Let's see. Uh, Electric Master says, making shows and movies like that are a far cry from Walt Disney, who didn't make animated movies for kids. He made animated movies that anyone can enjoy, uh, whether you were six years old or 60 years old. That's true. But uh, Walt Disney, despite all of his foibles of being extremely, uh, being an extreme social reprobate, uh, was very much ahead of his time in presentation of uh, art as an uh, animated medium. And I think that the way that he presented uh, his his art and his art and his message a lot of times even in, in unspoken ways was something that something some, what was and is something that people should continuously learn from because I mean like you know he 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 and his teams from way back in the day proved that you don't even need dialogue to tell a fantastic story that sure. like 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 you said anyone between 6 and 60 could could enjoy. I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's still fantastic. And Real Stunt Panda says a line from a They Might Be Giants song. And uh, yes, I did know. I did know that Istanbul is Constantinople. 
Constantinople was the OG of the uh, Byzantine Empire. OG, oh shit. Yeah, it was, uh, it's all fun and games until, uh, until Attila knocks down the wall and then cuts people up. Did you know that? Aw, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I shouldn't have did that. Any potion. It's all that, all that fat. It is all uh, that fat, dude. Fat's got a lot of nerve endings and it hurts. It hurts a lot. It doesn't feel good. But, that being said, Castlevania is fucking amazing, you guys. Anybody should watch it. Everybody should watch it. I made the mistake of, uh, watching it with my daughter. And, uh prove that she was definitely my daughter because um she's uh, gonna be two soon and uh she watched a uh, grown uh, cartoon woman get uh torn in half and uh, get her guts thrown all over the place and she sat there and belly laughed for about five minutes and it was fucking awesome and horrifying i, and I probably shouldn't have let her watch it i did i'm strongly movie. concerned for her <laughs> she's gonna set things on fire <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was definitely, it was pretty savage, but it was enjoyable. I loved yeah. it. I mean, the acting is fucking top-notch. The action's wonderful. I'll probably watch it here pretty soon. You should. You definitely should. Well, let's wrap it up, Frank. What do you think? I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. We got some good things. We are. We, this was actually not too bad. We, we obviously winged it. We didn't really have a whole lot to... We were just so uh, happy to finally be back doing it again. Yeah. Uh, definitely, and I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we we like to be here and perform perform for you guys, and uh, even if we don't have a strong topic, we we can really chat for hours on end about anything. I mean, like as long as we're not like you know, because I we had the option of podcasting from a hotel room, and I just I wasn't about that. I did not want to yeah. do that. It would have been terrible. Yeah, I mean, we, we still want to bring you quality shit, obviously. But at the same time, we don't want you to have to wait for a month. So, one way or another, we get you some stuff. And uh, we appreciate you guys for dropping by and hanging out with us. And uh, for those of you who are listening podcast-wise, like, you know, audio only, we appreciate your, uh, you know, you waiting for us, your, your patience, for sure. Um... Hopefully we will be a little bit more steady going forward, and um, we'll have some better stuff. Even though tonight was uh, pretty damn good itself. <laughs> so with that said, we uh, thank you very much for dropping by. If you liked what you heard or saw, please like, rate, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Visit our website www.dashleygentleman.com updated sometimes <laughs> I'm not going to tell you last time I updated it but it was, it was a while ago yeah it was a while ago it's like what, it's like 4 or 5 months ago you know something like that <laughs> yeah, um, uh but still I mean we've got a live feed there of our uh live videos and our um you know our podcast so that on its own updates automatically without our intervention so Set it as your homepage. I know you won't. I wouldn't. But do it anyways. <laughs> Consider it. Consider it as an option. With that being said, uh, thanks for watching again. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. I don't have any intro music, so you have to kind of... Look at this photograph! <laughs> Look at this photograph! Every time I do it, makes me laugh. Okay, bye.